lot of moving pieces and stuff. But um, was good people about to start up in a bit. Um, I just want to start by saying this: tonight show is going to be different. Probably won't be as long. Um, try to keep the energy the same, but as you can see, um, my my partner in crime, uh, Black Mac, is not here with me. Uh, without getting too much into uh, his situation, if you don't follow him personally, um, you know he and his family are going through some things, uh, so he has to take a take a knee. Um, and uh you know handle real life stuff so um we were going to postpone um moving forward uh show him the same grace that uh he he showed me when i was going through um what i went through uh about a couple months ago um but we didn't give you an episode last week and uh coming off of three weeks of no episodes with with me um what we didn't want to do is just have people up in the air like where's the show at um also on the other side um hey what's up jeff um appreciate appreciate all the all the the love and stuff man and uh um speaking of which man uh we got a good team over here at dfpn um uh, it's 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 some big shoes uh to fill while he's stepping away but uh, we're gonna try to do the best we can and keep it moving forward um but just giving you guys a heads up before we get to it. And uh, we'll talk about a little bit more in the final shots and thoughts. But uh, before we start the show, um, just go ahead and give uh, thoughts and uh, prayers and positive energy and all that stuff out to you, Black, if you're watching, uh, when you get around to hearing it, uh, not only us here at the the Smoke Pit and all the Pitmasters here, but across the, the network, man. And... Um, you know, we'll we'll try to keep the show going without you. No rush. Take your time, and um, when you're ready to go, uh, you know, you know how to just jump back in, and and we get back to what we do. But, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I will try to do my best as a solo act to keep the energy and keep the keep the topics coming. And uh, with that being said, without further ado, let us get into the Smoke Pit episode 111 triple one live. Welcome to the smoke pit. It's Friday night, come and take a load off. Come sit in the smoke pit, it's time for us to show off. It's been a long week, come relaxing, get some lapsing, and let's talk about these brackets. And while we at it, tell me whose man's is this? Cause I got questions, I'm hoping you can answer it. Get ready, cause you know we gon' talk a lot of shit. It's Mac and Mac, welcome to the smoke pit. Yep. Y'all know what it is, man. It's the homie, Mac, aka your boy. And like I talked about before the uh the intro rolled in, uh, it'll just be a one-man show tonight. Um, shout out to the homie black. Hopefully, everything is uh going as as well as it can in that situation. Um, but you know, like I said, uh, we'll try to hold it down on the DSPN side. It's Friday. Made it back uh, last week. We took a, a night off, uh, spent some time with family, and then uh, right back on the grind this week. Um, and of course, 
the world did not disappoint when it comes to that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of crazy shit was going on uh, since we last talked. Uh, most importantly, we wanted to talk about uh, Carly Russell, as everybody knows. Um, her uh, her kidnapping turns out was not real. Did you? Who who would have thought? Who knew? I never I never would have assumed. <laughs> I think everybody in this country was just like, bro, this is too out of pocket for this to be real. Not the you always got to give that that one percent chance that some shit could be real, but then like, every, I think everybody was like, ah, not everybody, because I mean they did raise like over sixty thousand dollars for reward for any information uh, coming around to to find her, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Lizzo, um is in the news for uh, some very um, negative reasons why. But again, they're all allegations. Nothing has been proven yet. And then to wrap it up, we'll talk about uh, Cedar Point over in Ohio. And I don't know what Ohio did, but it's becoming uh, the next Florida as far as state memes go. But <laughs> like me personally, I have no problem with Ohio. I've been there a couple of times. It was, it was all right. You know, I, I ain't do too much out there, but um some crazy shit happening with roller coasters out there that are stopping in mid-ride and people having to take stairs to get off the roller coaster but there's some other stuff popping off too that we may get into but again uh don't expect this to be the standard length of the show uh we'll be dabbling um because I, I can only do so much talking by myself um but i do want to say hey check the descriptions you see what it is um right now people are watching it now <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jeff. Lizzo, you scandalous hoochie. Hey, hey. I don't know if you read all the articles, but that is not too far off of what uh what her the, the defendants are saying, the plaintiffs, I would say, are saying about her. Um, so if you're watching this live, you know what it is. Uh patreon.com slash that feeling podcast. You know what I'm saying? And you can get in and watch these live episodes and interact live like my homie Jeff is doing right now. Or if you just want to wait till Monday to watch them on YouTube and uh, listen to them wherever you uh, stream your podcast at, you can do that as well. But I think it's a little bit more fun when you can interact and be a part of the show. So if you want to, pop in there, look at the um, look at the perks, pick which one you want, and you get in there as well. And, you know, depending on the perks you get to, you get the episodes a little bit earlier than when they pop off uh, on YouTube. So it's a lot of things. Um, <laughs> that party was a banger, bro. Um, we also got music. Uh, shout out to the homie Mark S X M R K X X Mark Socks. However, you want to say the general of that feeling, constantly putting music out there. My man Black Mac put out uh his EP, made his Kelvin Caitley book one, collected a bunch of the singles he's made over the past years, and then put out a, put them on a project. So, um, shout out to uh the members of the band camp if you're not a member to check that out. Go ahead and look in the description for the band camp link. And then as well, we got merch. Um, so check that out too. The link below now. We got a shot here. Um, you know, this shot is for my man, um, my man Black and his family going through what they're going through. Um, this will be an occurring thing. I don't know if you're aware, but us over here at a uh, Dad Film Podcast Network, uh, we're a pretty close bunch. 
even though we're geographically separated, uh, majority of us one from another. But um, the stuff we do behind the scenes, the collaborations we do, the planning we do, um, you can't just do that with just anybody. Um, trust me, I've been in the military for over 20 years and trying to coordinate with people, get everybody on the same page for something. It's it's harder than it seems, right? So um, to be able to get a group of people together to put on the shows and stuff that we do, it's it's a it's a it's an amazing thing, and um, I don't I don't take it for granted one bit. So, um, but again, we know that life happens. Uh, sometimes people need to take a step away and and prioritize other things. And um, I think that's another <laughs> another awesome part of us is that uh, we all understand that. So um, again, uh, a shot for Black, but not only him, anybody else going through some real troubling and hard times. Um, just know that if you hear any of our voices, uh, anybody on the network, listen to any of our podcasts, watch any of our streams, um, we're here for you. You know what I'm saying? Even if we don't know you personally, uh, we just know that it, it life sucks sometimes, man. And sometimes you just need a, a, a outlet, a, a getaway. And um, hopefully our shows provide that. And um, so here's to uh, better days. Life does suck. Um, but it, it, it gets better. It, it gets better. All right. So uh, here's to everybody who's uh, going through something. Just know it's going to come out on the other side and everything will slowly but surely get back to where it was. All right. Salud. Shout out to Kim also in the comments. What up, Kim? All right. First thing we got to talk about. Miss Carly Russell. Now, like I said, uh, and I, I know me and Black talked about on the last show. If you couldn't tell, we were very super over the top. Um, hella skeptical on her whole arrest or kidnapping situation. Uh, the story she told was kind of sitcomish. You know, it was just like, ah, I don't know. And you just coming back and the story you said, like they didn't handcuff you or restrain you. That's why you got no marks and all of the other crazy stuff. I mean, it, it was very suspicious. You know, obviously people are concerned. Uh, enough people, in fact, to raise $65,000 for a GoFundMe to award anybody who had information to uh help bring her back to her family um only for her to come back to her family by herself and to act like she made a crazy escape and all of this other stuff which is fine it's fine because you're not hurt your life was never in danger that's cool i am glad that you are not in danger because my heart would have really hurt if a family member or if a family was to lose their daughter and in, in a in a situation like that, you know, for her to just be snatched up and never seen again. However, I mean, you were taking manpower and time from uh, law enforcement and investigators and, and, and other people who voluntarily gave up their free time to search these woods looking for you. And, you know, you was just out and about somewhere, you know, nobody knows where, but, you know, you come back home. You act like, you know, your head's not in the right spot because you went through some traumatic stuff. <laughs> Kim's like, but where's the baby? 
Um, the male toddler, not the baby. Come on now. It was the male toddler, Kim. Uh, she was very specific <laughs> in, in stating that to her peoples. But um, so it turns out uh the last week that uh smoke pit took off, her lawyer and her were supposed to meet with uh the police and uh for an interview, right? And they didn't show up. And the only thing the police received was a statement from her, <laughs> a statement from her, her lawyer that reads as follows. And I quote, there was no kidnapping on Thursday, July 13th, 2023. My client did not see a baby on the side of the road. My client did not leave the Hoover area where she was identified as a missing person. My client did not have any help in this incident. This was a single act done by herself. My client was not with anyone or any hotel with anyone for the time she was missing. My client apologizes for her actions to this community, the volunteers who are searching for her, to the Hoover Police Department and other agencies as well, and to her friends and family. We ask for your prayers for Carly as she addresses her issues and attempts to move forward, understanding that she made a mistake in this matter. Ha. So, here we are. The police were pretty much on the way to let her know, like, we think you faked this. Based on the investigation they did, like we talked about in a previous episode, uh, searches of her internet are, you know, just looking up her internet search history. How much does it cost? Do I have to pay to start an Amber Alert? What's the maximum age that you have to be for an Amber Alert to be triggered? Uh, one way ticket from, you know, Montgomery to Nashville, um, looking up what taken, you know, the movie taken and everything, a lot of stuff she was looking into. Um, so the police, you know, they're pretty much, they, they got to go dot all the I's and cross all the T's. But I know in that station, it was like, this bitch here, <laughs> this bitch right here played us like a motherfucker you know what i'm saying now we got a lot now we got to go arrest her you know but you know they're doing their due diligence hey um we would like you and your attorney to show up we got some stuff to ask we want you to come with your attorney because we don't want it to seem like we're trying to do something out of pocket we want you to have your legal representation there however we do have some questions you know it's all right cool um so then for them to not show up to the meeting only to receive this written statement from her attorney, they went ahead and was like, you know what? A warrant has been put out for her arrest. Uh, she's been charged with uh, several misdemeanors. Uh, was The bail was like $6,000, so she's out on bond. And um, so she's, she's out and about, you know what I'm saying? And uh, everybody's kind of looking at it like, yo, so wait a minute. It's just misdemeanors for this? Like, it's just misdemeanors, like nothing, nothing more serious than that. So the police chief is just like, we're no people are mad that this is only misdemeanors. People uh, have reached out to us. People have been X, Y, Z, all this other stuff is we're going to go talk to the powers that be to change these laws to make it more, uh, more of a stiff penalty for people to do this so it's not something that people would try to continue to do if they know they can just get off with some misdemeanors or whatnot and i kind of agree with that because i mean you really 
you really fucking with people's emotion. You know, it's it's almost like emotional abuse for family and friends and in your community that come together and they're trying to find you. And your lawyers like you wasn't in a hotel. You wasn't in like, where were you? That's that's question number one for me. He and let me go back to his quote. My client did not have any help in this incident. So this was all you, Carly. This was a single act done by herself. My client was not with anyone or any hotel with anyone from the time she was missing. My client apologizes. Huh. That's it? We just going to apologize? So if you wasn't in the hotel, you didn't leave the Hoover area, where was you at, Carly? Where was you at? You didn't have any help with this? You just, was you just in a tent? Did you have a tent, Carly? Where was you with Craig and them? <laughs> Shut up, Kim. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm, I'm, bro, if I was the cops and I'm just like, we had a whole meeting scheduled to talk about this, sir. And uh, you give me this handwritten or email thing, probably with a fancy letterhead from the law offices of, what's this dude's name? Derzis? Is that his last name? What's this man's whole name? I want to know her. No, this is the police chief, Nick Derzis. Her attorney's name is Emery Anthony. So, Emery, I need you to really talk to your client. Um, first of all, like as a lawyer, how do you how do you take a case like this? You know what I'm saying? How do you take a case like this where you you choose to defend somebody who comes to you like, this is what I did. The cops think I'm lying. I need you to defend me. You know what I'm saying? Um, can you not just turn people away? Is that not good business practice as a defense lawyer? Like if it's a case, you know your ass finna lose. Can you just not not do that? Also, you know this person's probably gonna have to pay some kind of crazy fine. So financially, they won't be in the, the right spot to pay you for your services. Or is this something that you're doing just to get your name out there in the public? Which I think this is. But is this the type of publicity you want? Defending a <laughs> I was about to say defending a crazy person. Um defending a questionable uh young woman who is obviously going through some things. Okay, we'll just say it like that. Is this what you want your name out there for, sir? Um bro. So her mother, uh Carly Russell's mother says she believes her daughter was abducted before returning home. Carly has given detectives her statement and hopefully they are pursuing her abductor. Ma'am. Ma'am. So apparently this, uh, you know, I'm late. This was in July 24th. They were supposed to have a, a meeting. The attorney was supposed to come out and speak with the Hoover Police Department. I've been trying to find that video. Let me let me give it another shot. Because uh, I, I, I want to see her lawyer up here taking that L. Because I clicked on a couple videos and it just goes to a press conference where like the police chiefs and everybody's talking. Um, so Kim's like, if you were to, uh, yes, if I'm a defendant, like 60K is 60K, but that's 65, you know, that money isn't going to him. 
You know what I'm saying? Like that's money they raise that's going back to the people that donated. So I don't think they just have the 60K to just uh, to throw out there. There's video of her leaving her uh, her lawyer's, uh, her attorney's office. I don't know if there's a video of him giving this statement, in, but, but I'm just like, yo, that's crazy. That's crazy. Like, what did she think the end game was? What did she think the end game was? Like, she thought that she was going to get away with this. I don't know why people do stuff like this and think they're going to get away with it. With all the shows that are out there, like, and I know Hollywood takes some kind of a, you know, artistic freedom when they do stuff like CSI and, and, and you know, Law and Order, like where these guys just don't get away with shit. Um, will they provide them with something? Kim's in the comments saying the state will provide the lawyer with something. I don't, I don't know. I got to look into that. If it's public defender, then yeah. Um, which that might be because I don't know if she was able to hire somebody. So that may be her public defender. Um, so he'll get something, but it ain't a good look. Like I'd be like, man, come on, don't give me this case state. <laughs> Alabama, leave me alone. <laughs> Alabama, leave me alone, please. But people trying to get over on investigators and stuff like that. And let me just say, uh, pulling this first sergeant stuff when we have to get uh, three-letter organizations involved um, and any kind of investigation organization involved with something, the stuff that they come back with, the stuff that these people can find out, you can't, you can't, you can't take that chance, girl. What is you out here doing? She really thought that this was going to get over well. She really went out here and was just like, yo, yo, I could do this. I could really do this. And, and then they'll make a movie about me and everything. First of all, let me just say this. As I previously stated, they are people who are trained to find out. Every, I mean, it's like, bro, you got shows like Cheaters. You know what I'm saying? Where like motherfuckers, they don't even have the 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 skills and the abilities and the technology. They just be like, I'ma just follow this person and <laughs> get this information. You got private eyes out there that will just do the most underhanded stuff to get the information for their clients. And then you have, you know, well-trained state, federal paid investigators who been doing bro, like, like, come on internet search history like if you watched any kind of crime things like you you know you know they looking for this shit you know they're gonna look for this shit anytime something crazy happened they'd be like look let, let me let what was she looking up what was she looking up that's why i can't be i can't be doing nothing like that. i can't be getting no kidnapped and stuff man they'd be like yo you was looking at what what Lizzo made dancer eat banana out of a vagina. What is this man looking for? Be like, it's for podcasts. I swear to God. <laughs> Yay, yo, what has Willie been looking at? I swear to God, he has a podcast. He just looks stuff up for topics. I swear to God. <laughs> this isn't for his personal, his personal enjoyment. He's trying to just run a show. So I swear to God, that's all that shit is for. <laughs> Yo, y'all got to stay off my search history, bro. My FBI, whoever. Yo, FBI guy. I know you probably hacked into like 
webcams and all that other stuff, bro. You know what it is. You know what I do. Agent whatever. <laughs> Agent Scully. You know what it is I do it out here. But um, I'm waiting to see what they do. Obviously, she's just going to pay these fines, probably do a year in jail for what he said. Or each, each misdemeanor is a year in jail. I think it's like six, five or six misdemeanors. So we'll see what happens to her. Is she going to do a whole five years in jail? I would like to see that based on, you know, your, your idiocy. But we'll see what happens. And like the police chief said, man, he's, he's, he's going up to talk to the powers that be to get the punishment for uh, falsely reporting a kidnapping. Uh, a little bit more uh, ouchy, if you will, like, you know, probably a felony, maybe, you know, something real. Uh, oh, Kim, your nine-year-old state, as long as he he going to, to watch some silly videos on YouTube, that's cool. But if he start typing some wild, wild shit to have your FBI agent start, you know, putting you on the interest list, you know, then that's when you should be concerned. <laughs> That's where you should be like, hey, Al, hey, yo, what is going on out here? <laughs> oh, man. But speaking of my search history, we moving on to Lizzo. Now, I don't know if you guys been in the news, uh, but like I said last last show, um, I've been doing a pretty good job keeping my, my nose out of uh, current events until it's time to start researching stuff for a podcast. Um, but I've in the group and y'all, y'all, y'all keep me on my toes. <laughs> I started noticing people posting about Lizzo in the group and I'm just like, oh shit, what's going on with Lizzo? Because if, if, if you, if you go back and listen to, to my, my previous podcast, uh, I said what I said, don't at me. There's an episode I did about Lizzo and it was after the time she showed up to the Lakers game with that shirt, with the whole ass cut out in a thong and was just walking around doing the most being extra if you will it wasn't like she was just walking around like she didn't have the whole in her whole ass out right she knew she had her whole ass out and she was acting a whole ass with her whole ass out if that makes sense being extra because that is her brand you know body positivity look at me i'm comfortable in my skin let me do my thing and like I'm 100% all for that, you know, comfortable in your skin, walk around, wear what you want, all of that stuff. But don't continue to do stuff to draw attention to yourself, if that makes sense. Now, that's it's up to her to do that. But that's where that's where I'm kind of like, all right, Lizzo, calm down. Like we see, you know, you're you're embracing your body. That's cool. But stop doing the most right. Like you can show up to the game. With that, and I'll be like, I mean, that's cool if she likes it, but you know, that ain't for me. But then, like, after every time out, you getting up, you know, twerking and 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 doing extra shit because you know your ass cheeks are out. That's where I'm just like, all right, like now this isn't this isn't just you. This is this is your your character at this point, right? This is a character that you're putting on. Okay, that's that's you, Lizzo. Now everything you do after that, as far as body positivity, I'm like, this is just an act you know, an act. So um, fast forward to nowadays. She recently won an Emmy, I believe, for her Netflix show, Watch Out for the Big Girls. It's G-R-R-L-S. -R -R 
RLS, three R's. Watch out for the big girls. And it's apparently it's a uh, a competition or something to put a spotlight on plus size dancers. And turns out that those dancers end up going on tour with Lizzo uh, to be her tour dancers, right? Um, so she's breaking the mold, shattering the mold of the video vixens and the background dancers that you used to know or see performing with stars on tour, uh, visually pleasing, I guess, or the aesthetic to what uh, Hollywood or the, the industry would assume is what is attractive or what is uh, necessary for a dancer to look like. She's like, nah, big people can dance too. And I'm, like I said, 100% cool with that. Because how would I look as a black man not being okay with people getting opportunities given to them to show that they can perform based on, you know, just their physical appearance, right? Because uh, there was a time black people couldn't get opportunities because of how we looked. You know what I'm saying? So good on her for bringing that to light. I applaud Lizzo. Thank you for doing that. However, three people who have been on, I think two, two, three people are putting pressing charges against Lizzo. Um, two of them were actual contestants on the show. Um, so three, they're all three former dancers, right? Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. So I got this article, uh, from box.com and it said the allegations against Lizzo briefly explained. So once I saw briefly explained, I'm like, thank you so much. Cause I'm not trying to read too much into this. Right. Um, but here we go. So the lawsuit filed by three of Lizzo's former dancers this week also alleges misconduct by her production company, Big Girl, Big Touring Incorporated, and her dance team captain, Shirlene Quigley. Among the claims included in the suit is that Lizzo pressured dancers into unwanted sexual situations, made statements that were perceived as thinly veiled comments about a dancer's weight gain, and put people through grueling rehearsals that led to one dancer soiling herself. Hey, yo. <laughs> so the lawsuit includes the claims created a hostile work environment engaged in sexual harassment okay um so of course you know when this stuff pops off you're being charged with some as a star and you're uh 100 innocent uh the first thing you do is go to instagram and you do one of those note posts where you just use apple notes or whatever type it up and then post it as an image instead of uh putting it on your twitter or just saying anything um so she says in her post, the last few days have been gut-wrenchingly difficult and overwhelmingly disappointing. My work ethic, morals, and respectfulness have been questioned. My character has been criticized. Usually I choose not to respond to false allegations, but these are as unbelievable as they sound and too outrageous to not be addressed. These sensationalized stories are coming from former employees who have already publicly admitted that they were told their behavior on tour was inappropriate and unprofessional. Like, first of all, <laughs> what's that scene from a 40-year-old version first of all i don't understand what all in big words mean so i'm gonna take it as disrespect right <laughs> like if this was really you lizzo you think you're gonna sit out here overwhelmingly disappointed my respectfulness has been questioned i choose not to respond to false allegations but these are as unbelievable as they sound and too outrageous to be beatrice these sensationalized stories like god damn lizzo calm down Calm down. The minute, like, 
Normally, I choose not to respond to false allegations, but because these are as unbelievable as they sound, I have to say something. Like, I'm usually the person that I like, I would have to defend myself against something that sounds plausible, you know? Oh, shit, you know, uh, you know, Will was just out here uh, speeding, or Will was out here doing this, you know? Now, if you're out here like, Will was out here robbing a bank, like, I feel like I shouldn't have to, I shouldn't have to come out and make a statement. Will was out there planning to rob the U.S. Treasury out in fucking Denver. Ah, trust me. If I ever get to a point where people are putting false allegations out like that, I ain't got nothing to say. Like, I will never have to feel the need to explain myself if I know I didn't do the crazy thing people were saying. Like, if I'm, if I'm out there and we're doing a podcast tour, right? DFPN, we out there, you know, when, when, we, when we make it and we start taking our shows on tour. And then, you know, whoever's behind the scenes working the production and stuff is like, yo. Yo, so Kim's in the comments. Yo, so I'm working on the patio with Kim, and you know we went out after one of the shows, having a couple drinks, and she made me eat a banana out of a girl's pussy. You know, um, like Kim, would you feel the need to address that? You know what I'm saying, or would you just let the the legal process go through what it does, and then when it's proven wrong, like you just keep moving on with your life? Because I feel the minute you have to jump out and be like, Nah, I didn't do none of it. Like, especially using these words, Lizzo. Lizzo, like like I did with Carly Russell, like ah uh, the the scale, the scale is not mm, you know like it's I'm leaning towards you is probably out here wilding out based on how you be acting when you out in public, like you living your life, <laughs> you out here living your life, but um like I said like if if you is as big and it big I mean that as famous like popular not big as in size so let me just correct that <laughs> before anybody thinks i'm trying to make jokes about her weight even though she would have no problem with me calling her big seeing how her company is called big girls touring incorporated but i digress um so she goes on to say as an artist i've always been very passionate about what i do i take my music and my performances seriously because at the end of the day I only want to put the best art that represents me and my fans. With passion comes hard work and high standards. Sometimes I have to make hard decisions, but it's never my intention to make anyone feel uncomfortable or like they aren't valued as an important part of the team. I am not here to be looked at as a victim, but I also know that I am not the villain that people in the media have portrayed me to be these past few days. I'm very open with my sexuality and expressing myself, but cannot accept or allow people to use that openness to make me out to be something I am not. There is nothing I take more seriously than the respect we deserve as women in the world. I know what it feels like to be body shamed on a daily basis and would absolutely never criticize or terminate an employee because of their weight. I'm hurt but I will not let the good work I've done in this world be overshadowed by this. I want to thank everyone who has reached out in support to lift me up <laughs> during this difficult time. That was her statement, you know, um, pretty much letting everybody know I'm not going to stand by and let these people make allegations of this magnitude against me without fighting back. Um, 
so the section here says the allegations against Lizzo briefly explained. Uh, let me breeze through here. The civil lawsuit was filed in Los Angeles and covers talk and monetary damages for the plaintiffs if it was to move forward and the defendants were found liable. Uh, so the allegations made it against all three include a hostile work environment that featured sexual harassment, a failure to prevent or remedy sexual harassment in the workplace, and a failure to prevent or remedy religious harassment in the workplace. The plaintiffs claimed that they were made to feel their employment was precarious and that they had to comply with the request that made them uncomfortable in order to continue working. And I can see that you're working for a very uh, powerful person um, who can replace you at any moment. Um, so her lifestyle that she puts out there, right? Oh, Eric, 100% a countersuit is coming. <laughs> um, so I can see that possibly being a thing. Uh, a lot of people are just like, I mean, it's my boss. She pays my bills. You know, I'm traveling with her, her lifestyle. You know, she's very out there, very eccentric. So there's a lot of things that I feel pressured I have to do in order to, uh, <laughs> like replace me. <laughs> But um, yeah, it's a it's 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 a weird spot to be in. Um, some of those requests were of a sexual nature. Uh, going back to the article, including among other things, pressure from Lizzo to attend a performance with nude dancers in Amsterdam, to eat bananas placed inside nude dancers' genitals. Well, gross, man. But and pressure one of the plaintiffs to touch a dance dancer's breast. Um. So that's wild. Um, yeah, I mean, if if there were contracts for that, you know, like if 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 legally there were, uh, uh, <laughs> if there was something in the contract, uh, the only thing I could see that could save us like if it was a, a, a NDA or something, you know, like you can't talk about none of the shit we do on tour or whatever, you know, like I, I doubt that. Um, but like Eric said, in the music and Hollywood scene, when you get involved with, with some famous people and you hanging out with them afterwards, normally their people would cover their backs and that'd be like some NDA or something like that. But, um, and, and like I said, the, 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 boisterous persona she puts out when she's out and about when she's Lizzo and not, you know, in front of camera, in front of people on stage, Lizzo is like, I can see her going out with her people and being like, yo, let's turn up. Let's do this. Let's do this. You know? Um, but yeah, the, I mean, to, to get to that point where like, you know, you're having a good time. You're just like, Oh shit. You know? Oh, you know, this banana was in that girl's, you know, pussy, you got to eat it. And they're like, no. And he's like, no, you got to eat it eat it or you're fired. Like if that's what was going on, 100% Lizzo was out of pocket. But um, if you ate it with no problem, cause you, you know, like if you felt peer pressure, you know, like I wanted to say no, but I couldn't cause I was in fear of my job. That's kind of sketchy. But like, if you came out and was like, no, which I would assume most people would be um, like, I don't know what's been going on in this woman's uh, vaginal region, but if a whole banana can just go up there and just slide back out like that fully intact. 
Yeah, I can't do that. Nah, I ain't gonna be able to do it, Lizzo. Don't make me do this, Lizzo, because I'm gonna tell people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wanted to tell people. I'm gonna have to tell people if you if you try to force me to do this, I don't want to put you on blast for this, Lizzo. But you you hey, don't don't test me. <laughs> Truth hurts, as your song says. <laughs> Uh, other allegations were tied to religious harassment. So the um, dance captain, I believe, um, Quigley was her last name. Uh, she spoke extensively about her religious views as a Christian and berated those who didn't share those beliefs. It claims that one dancer's virginity was frequently discussed without her consent and that dancers were pressured to participate in group Christian prayer, regardless of their religious beliefs. All three defendants did little to remedy such actions despite knowing about them, the lawsuit claims. So pretty much, A, uh, we brought these up and y'all continue to not do anything, right? Uh, Lizzo was out here having us eat, uh, uh, you know, soaked uh, bananas and uh, your your dance captain over here is is trying to have us join her cults. <laughs> you know, it's... It's a weird position for dancers to be in. Uh, I will say I was um, on uh, Instagram and the Shade Room had a post that had a audition tape for one of the dancers or one of the plaintiffs that are filing the civil suit. It was her audition tape for season two of Lizzo's show on Netflix. And of course, she's just like, oh, you know, it's a great experience. I'm a great time and all that stuff. And people are like, see, she... Why would she make these claims if she was having such a great time? And it goes back to, um, you know, she wants the job. <laughs> uh, like, the fuck, right? Like, what are you talking about here? What are we talking about here? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so uh, shout out to EJ and uh, Jen. They're in the comments, too. Um, so Eric says, I seriously doubt they were forced. Uh, it was probably partying and got crazy and regretted it later. Uh, I can see that too. Like I was talking about, you know, you're rolling with Lizzo and it's, you know, turn up, turn up, turn up. And then like, after you eat it in your stomach the next day, you're probably like, bro, I shouldn't have ate that fucking vagina, vagina, <laughs> vagina. Benign, benign, <laughs> just making a new word up. I should not have ate that vagina. <laughs> but yeah, um, and then uh, how religious can you be eating for JJ bananas? <laughs> um, I'm hoping the the dance captain was not with them, uh, being as a devout Christian as she is, um, which is kind of weird, you know, because Lizzo is kind of out there. Not a whole lot of what she does is kind of fitting into the uh, the typical Christian, well, a Christian of this level that's forcing people to, you know, participate in prayer uh, to a God that they probably don't believe in and stuff. So, like, I can see a lot of this stuff. Uh, being in the military, you know, granted, we're not making people do that. Well, I, I'm not aware of making people do that. But sometimes you just, your boss wants you to do something and you do it. It doesn't matter how you feel about it. Um, as long as it's not uh illegal, immoral, or unethical, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, the religious one, you know, that often comes into question because there's a lot of religious uh 
views, uh, a lot of different faiths uh, that people follow in the military. And every time you go somewhere, somebody is the chaplain is always doing the uh, invocation, you know, uh, praying to God, Jesus saying amen. And, you know, everybody has to bow their head. So it's not it's something where I'm like, I understand it's tradition, but at, at a certain point. You got to stop having uh, that unless that's that that's that individual's faith. And he wants that, like a retirement or whatever, change of, you know, like, you know, if that's that person faith and he wants his his God, uh, his higher power to to watch over this ceremony and stuff. Cool. Um, you know, it, it, it's a weird spot, but I digress. Uh, yeah, but I'm looking at this. And I'm. A part of me is looking at this like, you know, Lizzo is out here walling. Um, there's another portion I want to read that's super out of pocket. Um, so another part of the lawsuit highlights concerns Lizzo had allegedly expressed about Davis's struggles on tour, including comments Davis perceived as thinly veiled, concerns about weight gain. Such statements followed alleged remarks. Lizzo previously made about Davis's weight, which the suit claims led her to feel self-conscious and required to speak on the issue. The suit details two, a grueling surprise audition dancer, wait, a grueling surprise audition dancers already hired on the tour had to undergo. So you're already on the tour and mid tour Lizzo's like bow spot check. It's like a spotty bow, right? Like you just showing up. It's like, bam, I want to see if you can still do these moves. Get on it. You know, so they had the audition to remain on the tour. You know, stay ready. You never have to get ready. You know what I'm saying? So that was Lizzo's mindset, apparently. Um, but anyway, so uh, where were we at? The suit details, too, a grueling surprise audition dancers already hired on the tour had to undergo in order to keep their positions, during which Davis soiled herself out of fear that she would lose her spot as a dancer if she went to the restroom. Davis claimed she was given transparent shorts to change into. Lizzo denied these allegations and has yet to signal what step she plans to take. Now, yes, Jen, so Lizzo was saying, yo, you, you get, you, you eating good on this tour, Davis. Uh, allegedly, Lizzo was saying that. So now, Davis who was super nervous about weight gain now is like, yo, y'all got to dance to remain on the tour. Show me y'all can still do these moves. Right. So this dancer was like, I was so nervous that I shat myself because I thought that if I asked to go to the restroom, I would get fired from the tour. This one I'm finding super hard to believe. Not saying that it's impossible, because I know some people be trying to run a strict shit. Well, you got to, when the show's on the road, like you got to prove that you can perform under this kind of pressure and X, Y, Z, this, that, and the third, you know. Um, but I feel like if you really had this shit, you know what I'm saying? Like you were thinking about walking to the restroom, you're leaving your dressing room or whatever thing, and you're like, I'm going to go take a shit. And somebody stops you like, bam, abracadabra, bitch. We doing surprise auditions. And it's like, oh, shit. Well, I was about to shit. But, um, okay. 
Like, I feel like if you told Lizzo, let me go shit. <laughs> let me go shit real quick. And then I'll come back and dance my ass off. <laughs> let me go shit. And I'm going to come and, and dance my ass off, right? Nah, you sit up there and you go literally shit yourself. Because you were scared you'd get fired. You know, that <laughs> dance dart. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like so you shit yourself and they're just like uh-huh here are some shorts and they're transparent <laughs> i feel like that's over the top but again like people have like the entertainment <laughs> drop it like it's hot <laughs> oh these comments are wild the entertainment business is wild like people get a certain amount of power and a certain amount of fame and they feel like a god you know like you guys are mortals you guys got to do what i say or you're not getting money right you feel you have people you can play with people's fucking um just just livelihoods <laughs> this is out of if this is if this is proven to be true i don't i don't know like if these allegations come through lizzo is done right her whole brand body positivity uh the emmy she won for that show highlighting um you know plus size dancers taking them on tour giving them some some visibility and bringing them in the spotlight like I, that was that was an amazing thing but if you were doing this to them behind the scenes like bro it's you gotta go lizzo you know what i'm saying and i was trying to tell people like i think lizzo is just a little too over the top of what she's doing with the body positivity and she's saying you know people are just uncomfortable with it because they're not used to seeing it. it's like no it's just starting to be cringe at a certain point um i'm glad i wasn't famous because i wasn't getting real hate back from it it was just a couple people that were just like so what if x y and z i'm just like bro i'm just saying it's, it's just not for me you know she's not doing nothing illegal you know she's not doing anything crazy you know not putting anybody in any kind of harm but it's just like i get it you know um i know a lot of plus size people who are very comfortable with their bodies, but they're not going to, you know, nationally televised basketball games in a long t-shirt with the ass cut out and a thong and heels. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just not that, but that's just me though. Um, like the, 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 the comments are kind of going down the same way. Um, go live in Europe. <laughs> Apparently that's where she needs to be. If she all about the bananas out of the, the, the vaginas, the, Vagin what do we call them? Vaginas? <laughs> if that's what she likes, man, you know. Uh, you know, normally I, you know, if I know. I, I, I was gonna say something that was like, yeah, oh, that's kind of gross. But um, normal person would have been arrested for public indecency. Um, I mean, but it was in LA, so I mean they were probably, you know how California is, it's like uh West Coast Florida in a sense, like weird. And then Ohio's like Midwest Florida in a sense, but um, I mean, Lizzo is a beautiful person, you know, um, and, and I think that's where people, people get mixed up, right? Um, when, when people, people can be beautiful and not be your type, you know what I'm saying? Like Lizzo is a beautiful person. I am not attracted to Lizzo. You know, so people be like, oh, you know, discrimination or whatnot. It's just, everybody just has a type. Like you just, people aren't, shouldn't be expected to just be thinking everybody is sexy, right? 
<laughs> and and that's just how I feel about it. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just a part of like this is the weird part for me. A part of me wants some of this to be true, to the point where like Lizzo has to check herself a little bit. Like I don't want her to be. Oh shit, <laughs> the Cardi B, my man in the the thing. Uh, so the comments are. One person's like, she wants to be the uh, the big girl's uh, Cardi B, right? Like, she wants to just be out there. And then uh, my man Jeff is like, oh, Lizzo's throwing mics at people too? I don't know if y'all seen that. But hey, yo, so sidebar. There's a video going around. Cardi was performing at some festival. Some audience member gets a cup full of, like, cup full of ice water or whatever the fuck he was drinking. I would want to hope that it was water that he's throwing up there because, like, alcoholic beverages at these things are not cheap right so my man goes up there with the uh the joint tosses it on cardi cardi looks and was just like <laughs> you thinking you finna get away with this <laughs> the initial reaction boy cardi looked but she caught that microphone back i was like yo <laughs> it's about to go down and like you know after she throws the mic you know security jumps out there and gets old boy and stuff but it, it's good to see that um you know she she still got that in her you know it would be hard for me yeah like i know i'm famous i have security that i'll get in there and take care of that but people be trying these celebrities like they're not still human and won't have like human reactions and stuff um i don't know if she asked to throw the water i didn't like i was i saw it but i didn't have the sound on um she went she was like you just tossed that water up there she was like yeah and security was like, yo, let's let's go do it. <laughs> Gotta go beat this motherfucker up and then drag him out of the festival. But like, how could you like what level of fame do you need to be at to where that can happen to you? And you're just like, ah, you know, I won't react. My security's on it, and then keep performing. Cause that would have been the most professional thing she could have done at the time. Keep the show going, just let security handle that and move on. But I get it, like you you chilling and somebody just disrespects you. Like it's like I don't know why throwing drinks on somebody is is considered that disrespectful. I've never had it happen to me. Um there's a lot of things that people have done to certain people and they would take it as a level of disrespect to where they would need a reaction. Um if it wasn't for the Bronx, this rap shit <laughs> would be going on. You know what? We got time. Let me let me see. Let me ask the Google machine. Did Cardi ask water to be thrown on her? <laughs> what? So Cardi B reacted by throwing, yo. Yo, now she's under investigation. The dude is pressing charges against Cardi. Cardi B asked fans to throw water on her during the Vegas concert. What? Oh, we got to see this. Can y'all hear that? 
oh video <laughs> hold on <laughs> i'm sitting here watching it and y'all sitting there like yo what the fuck's going on <laughs> uh quit being stingy and show us the video god <laughs> All right. Formed at an outdoor daytime party at Dre's nightclub on Saturday, July 29th, with footage from the event showing her in the midst of performing Bodak Yellow, getting soaked with water from a fan in the crowd. In response, Cardi threw her microphone at the offender and was seen saying something along the lines of jealous as a drink tosser was escorted off the premises. First of all, shout out to this person who was like, like, y'all ain't throwing me out. This is the motherfucker that threw this shit. <laughs> it was her right there. She threw that shit. <laughs> Now, it seems the fan that tossed the drink was merely following orders, with TMZ reporting that right before the viral moment, Cardi asked fans to splash her with water. Additional scenes captured during Cardi's performance show her demanding the crowd to throw water on her in between songs since it was 105 degrees that day. Cardi's DJ additionally encouraged the crowd to splash her, and at one point, she even bent over and directed fans toward one particular area that needed hydration. Oh, damn. Yeah, bitch. Additionally, Cardi's projectile microphone didn't even hit the right person, with an innocent fan taking a bruise as a result of the rapper's toss. When I'm the oh, one who damn. gets smoked by the microphone but didn't throw the drink, the fan who goes by Paxi Baby wrote on TikTok, I'm bruised and sore. In the clip, the fan responsible for the Now, let me just say this. I'm sure this person is not bruised and sore by the microphone. <laughs> if it was a regular person that threw the microphone, he'd be straight. Like, if I threw a microphone at him, this dude would probably be upset and would have fight somebody. But Cardi hit me with a microphone? <laughs> oh, my God. My life will never be the same again. Why, Cardi? Why, Cardi? I have to sue you. <laughs> Yo, people never fucking miss the opportunity to get rich, bro. <laughs> Jen, if I get hit by a microphone from Cardi B, I'm going to your house and you need to perform emergency surgery <laughs> My life is forever changed, Cardi. Why did you hit me with this microphone? <laughs> Drink toss can also be heard apologizing, saying I'm sorry over and over again. When I'm the one who gets smoked by the microphone but didn't throw the drink. Also telling people to throw water on her. Yeah, now that I know that part, bro, like, I don't, I don't even understand why Cardi upset. Now, at first she was like, throw me some water up here. So with that initially, I'm thinking you throw me a bottle of water, I'll drink it. People started splashing and the DJ's like, yeah, splash her down. 
splash her down and then she she fed into that you know what i'm saying so um yeah i don't know like unless there was like an ice cube that hit her or some shit like i don't know how she just flipped from y'all splash my pussy with some water to bitch you threw water at me bah! and then hit the wrong person be like i'm sorry you know it's a whole lot of shit but uh first of all let me tell you i would never be at a concert like that like if it's not uh stadium seating if i can't sit down and watch i can't go i can't stand up and, and just watch somebody perform. I don't know who's standing in front of me. It might be a fucking NBA power forward. I can't see shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, the water person was a marksman. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it wasn't water. Maybe he threw like drink drink on her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. But um, yeah, that shit wild. Now that I know that part, Cardi, you out of pocket for that shit. Now, I'm sore and bruised. <laughs> you already know what that is man that's it hey i could come up on some shit bro i could come up on some shit they rarely ever do sing bro like rappers um because you know in the studio the editor they'll, they'll, you know they'll do some stuff to make the breath control like there when they're on stage doing it live so they got the the backing track and stuff it's it's wild but people just go for the persona. Like she probably really didn't even have to perform. She could have just been there and people would have paid to go. You know, it's it's a, it's an appearance. Um, and like she start rapping, they're just gonna rap the whole song with her and stuff. Like I've been to certain shows like that where the dude are just and the audience is just singing the whole song, and I'm just like, I get it for certain parts, but uh fam. <laughs> Sir, are you going to perform or is it, did I pay to perform for you? Like, this is the greatest hustle in the world. Anyway, um, there are some other things I wanted to get into, but we're already at just over an hour. So what I want to do, what I want to do uh, to get away from all that is get into the, the final, final thoughts and stuff. And um, as I alluded to at the beginning, um, prior to the show start, um, as you've noticed, it's just me holding it down tonight, and um, my 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 partner in crime, Black, is not here um, due to some things going on in the family. Um, and I want to say this, as as a member of DFPN, the past I would say probably year and a half, we've had members losing people in their family. Uh, going through things going through very tough times and like i was thinking about it uh last night actually and uh how sometimes man i'm just looking at 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 our collective over here and it's i'm just like bro this is this is unheard of like i've never seen people take so many you know gut punches in life uh as is 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 short short succession if you will um and you know when it when it happens you know we do what we can uh you know we take a break from from some of the shows uh for people to get together and and, and with their family and get through what they need to get through and you know everybody else steps up and they do what they have to do but um like like in my instance you know I, I lost my my youngest brother back in june and um you know so we were on hiatus for about three weeks doing smoke pit 
but other shows went on. Um, and and it, it's it's tough. Your mind's not even thinking about coming back and doing anything. It's just it's a tough time. And uh, like I know it just doesn't happen to us over here at DFPN. You know, it happens to everybody, right? Um, so if if you are going through something like that, and you're going through something in life, and it's causing you to take a knee to to gather yourself. I just want to say, make sure you take the necessary time. Um, don't feel rushed to come back from anything. Because if you're not, you you have to heal naturally from this. You, you can't force yourself to recover from, from something like that, the death of a loved one. Um, whatever traumatic life event is hitting you, you should know when you are capable of getting back to taking one step in front of another one. Um, so with that, I'm, I'm, this goes out to black. If you watch and if you listen, we're with you, whatever you need. Um, just say the word. We got you. Take your time. Uh, we'll, we'll keep the network running. I can't express take your time. Like I I cannot stress that enough. Losing my brother was the hardest thing I've had to do. I lost my grandfather, but I wasn't at the funeral. I had to deploy it, but I was there when he passed and it it was a gut punch. Um but not being at the funeral, um I guess it didn't hit different or it didn't hit as hard. Um, with my brother, it was, it was hella different because, you know, obviously you grow up with him. I just saw him a couple weeks prior to that, uh, going to my niece's graduation, high school graduation, saw him up there, spent time. Um, he, he was in the Navy and was discharged um never really talked too much or i feel he wasn't really upfront with the reason why um although in the navy he was going through some things and i don't know if he brought that up and and got the help needed if anybody took him seriously but um thank you guys in the comments um but i felt like that had something to do so he got out and he didn't have all of the benefits that most people would have with the with the with the honorable or a, just a general discharge so um so he was going through some things obviously he hit some rough patches in life uh trying to maneuver figure himself out um obviously made mistakes right uh older brothers parents talking to him <laughs> like older brothers and parents do like get your shit together type stuff but um he finally started to get his shit together right and then uh then you get a call like uh you know he's no longer with us so um super unfair um he's one of them situations where where you can really understand how 
somebody is feeling possibly and you know how bad it is so you want to take that bad feeling away but there is nothing anybody can say to somebody going through that outside of my condolences sorry for your loss if you need anything let me know anything past that i was not wanting to hear any of that well he's in a better place i don't care i want him here i want my brother back you'll see him again and i don't care i want him here it's not fair it's not he he's not even 40 yet like he hasn't even lived life yet he was turning around he was turning the corner he was getting the life he was going to deserve, that he deserved, he was working for. He needed that. And he's he's not here. And that hurts. So it, it took time. It took time. Um, you go to work. You think work is going to help take your mind off of it. And it does for a little bit, but then when you have that small break where like nothing's going on, you just, it just, you know, you dwell on it and then it just hurts again. So, um, shout out to, uh, Conscious Rhymes, host of the, uh, the Salute podcast over here on DFPN, lost his mom, um, about a year ago and, and wrote a beautiful, dedicated his album, his latest album, Jackie's Son, um, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. Uh, amazing album dedicated to his mom. Um, and then you know what 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 my man Black's going through. I uh, like I said, if you need anything, man. If you need anything, let us know, and uh, we got you. To anybody else going through something like that. Um, talk to somebody, you know, don't let it eat you up. It's okay to talk about it. And 100%, it's okay to cry. It's okay to grieve. You need that time. And like, even if it's in portions or whatnot, like if you, you just need to let that out. Can't hold that in. Um, it's like self-therapy for myself up here. <laughs> But um no, like uh you know my 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 people's in the comments here, you know, I got nothing but love for them. Um nothing but love. Nobody's gonna there's not a a a checklist on steps to recover from something like this. Um so if you are going through it, the best thing I can tell you is just take your time to recover from it, right? There's not a set standard time to how to recover from loss of a loved one. Um, you know, traumatic news, uh, somebody close to you being diagnosed with cancer or something like that. You know, it's a, it's one of those things. Um, my, my friend Kim says she goes to the beach and that kind of helps her let that stuff go. Um, I would go to the gym and, uh, listen to music but then certain songs would come on you know what i'm saying so it's it's one of those things where you just gotta put one step in front of the you know one foot in front of the other one um you're not gonna get back to the 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 pace that's the pace of life that you were on how you were just getting through the day boom 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 you're not just gonna jump right back into that pace um you know it, it'll probably be a crawl walk 
run stage just to get back into the flow. Um, I'm thinking I'm getting back into kind of like a, a fast walk, <laughs> a jog, if you will, uh, not a sprint, not a, you know what I'm saying? But um, I'm in a better place now than I was probably about a month ago when this happened. So um, loss, tragedy affects everybody differently. In the military, it's kind of a stigma to just get right back in there. Um, don't talk to mental health type stuff, but fuck all that. Get yourself right. Whatever it takes. Time, you know, therapy, counseling, whatever it takes. Just get yourself right. And uh, before you know it, you know, you'll you'll start seeing yourself moving forward. But um, yep, 100%, Kim, your rhythm is your rhythm. Don't let anybody tell you else. else uh, <laughs> don't let anybody tell you anything else. Um, with that being said, I'll go ahead and wrap up episode 111 of the Smoke Pit. Uh, again, like I said, energy. It was good. Uh, shout out to all of that that tuned in live. Um, you you guys make the show great. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's kind of easier to 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 do a show like this when you have that interaction. Um, so all the patrons that tuned in and, and contributed to the, the conversation, um, it's dope. And also let this be, uh, a promo to those who are listening to this on Monday or watching this on Monday. And <laughs> you, you, you're on the fence about checking out uh, our Patreon to be able to join this live. Um, just know that Cardi B segment would not have happened without my my team over here, you know what I'm saying? My, my, my commenters over here, my patrons, you know what I'm saying? So they provided you that amazing content and you can also do that. Like our show kind of is fluid. So you can probably come on here and, and bring up a topic that's going to trump another topic we're talking about, but I digress. Thank you guys. hundred percent could not have done it without you guys tonight. Um, and black, if you're watching, bro, Anything you need, man, we got you. And that's coming from everybody over here at DFPN. So, um, <laughs> so uh, wrapping this episode up, I am the homie Mac, a.k.a. your boy. And as my guy, bred like a king, made his coven, Kaylee would say, have love, make sex, make sex. <laughs> I can't even do it right. Black, we need you back, bro. <laughs> Have love, make sex. Peace. Welcome to the smoke pit. It's Friday night. Come and take a load off. Come sit in the smoke pit. It's time for us to show off. It's been a long week. Come relaxing. Get some lapsing. And let's talk about these brackets. And while we at it, tell me whose man's is this? Because I got questions. I'm hoping you can answer it. Get ready, cause you know we gon' talk a lot of shit. It's Mac and Mac, welcome to the smoke pit.